Buenos días. Eh, hola. Buenos días. ¿Cómo están? Gracias, bien, bien, gracias también. Bueno, más o menos. Uh, gracias por acompañarnos. Thank you for uh, being here with us. This morning, uh, I want to share with you a conversation that I had with another uh, a colleague of yours, a student, um, during the Spring Latinx uh, Leadership Conference. Over lunch, uh, I told her that I never uh, struggled defining my own identity. And this is because I have a passport and a degree that tell me or confirm who I am. Uh, and because of these privileges, it took me a long time to understand the struggles of people that are rooted in the United States and in Latin America. She listened and then responded, I used to struggle, but now I know who I am and what I want to learn and to do is to empower my identity and help others and build community. She said this and left me in awe. Her words are still with me, and she's one of your own. She's a Latina, Latinx, uh, Goshen College graduate. Uh, one of my identities is that of a literature professor um, and a reader, so I'm going to empower my own identity and read two great poets who empower our voices by giving us words. Uh, Felipe Herrera, 20, 20, uh, 2012 to 2015 National Laureate Poet, and Elizabeth Acevedo, a National Book Award recipient. Here's one fragment from Border Bus from uh, Juan Felipe Herrera. No somos nada y venimos de la nada, pero esa nada lo es todo si la nutres de amor. Por eso venceremos. We're nothing and come from nothing, but that nothing is everything if you feed it with love. This is why we will triumph. We are everything, hermana, because we come from everything. Now from Afro-Latina, from Elizabeth Acevedo. Uh, so remind me, remind me, we may be from the Tainos of El Rio, the Aztecs, the Mayans, los Incas, los Españoles con sus fincas buscando oro, and the Yoruba Africanos, que con sus manos built a mundo nunca imaginado. Where every ocean cross, North Star navigates our waters. Our bodies have been bridges. We are sons and daughters. Oh, I lost my... Oh, sorry. El destino de mi gente, black, brown, beautiful. Viviremos para siempre. So that's, that's poetry giving us words. Um, before we move on and welcome our guest speakers, I want to express my gratitude to those who mentor, teach, and uplift me a faculty and LSU's uh, advisor, Richard Aguirre, who's here with us, uh, for his um, wealth of knowledge, generosity, and historical memory. Gilberto Perez, that brought me in as LSU advisor, and because he's very active on uh, uh, social media, so like and subscribe. Uh, I also <laughs> want to recognize uh, people that have been very, very helpful and supportive to all of our students. Rocio Diaz, Adriana Ortiz, Isaac Hernandez, Joel Lara, uh, Asia Ellington, Raquel Montañez, Hilary Harder, Amy Bott, uh, Rose Bull, and many, many others. 
And of course, gracias uh, to the student organizations that collaborate and to the members of LSU. Uh, and now, uh, to present our, our guest speakers and new members, I will leave you with uh, Fernando, Laisa, and Gladys. Mil gracias. Buenos dias a todos. Good morning. Thank you so much for joining us today. Um, I have the honor to introduce our new leaders, but I will specifically focus on Kenna. Um, so Kenna Oropesa, that is her. Um, she's a sophomore commuter student and is a marketing major. How fun. Um, as you can tell, she is the one that was in charge of our slides, so shout out to her. Um, but yeah, her favorite colors are pink and white. Her favorite uh, food is enchiladas, really good choice. And her favorite movie is Mean Girls. Then I'll be passing it on to Fernando so he can introduce Teresa. Hello everyone. I'm going to introduce our newest member in LSU, and that is Teresa. Teresa is a transfer student from Michigan, and she's studying nursing. Her favorite color is green, and their favorite food is tamales, and their favorite movie is All the Bright Places. Bienvenida. Bienvenido, Teresa. Now we'll be moving into the introduction of guest speakers. So we'll have our LSU member, Lysa, come over here and introduce that. <clears throat> Buenos dias, hello everyone. So I have the pleasure of introducing our special guest speaker for today's combo, Lauro Suniga. So Lauro is currently working at the Center of Healing and Hope here in Goshen as the coordinator of immigrant services. Um, <clears throat> he has also worked in the community with the Goshen Community Schools as a parent liaison. He's worked for the Elkhart County Health Government. He's also um, helped, he even interned at the administration um, during Obama's time at the White House. Um, he graduated from the University of Texas Pan American also known as the University of Texas Rio Grande Valley, with a degree in business, and he is currently pursuing his degree in um, social work at IUSB. Um, please, everyone, let's welcome Lauro Suniga. Hello, good morning, buenos dias. It is an honor to be invited to speak to you all this morning. Mil gracias to the Latino Student Union for graciously extending an invitation to me and to Dr. Gonzalez for facilitating the connection. I've had the privilege of working individually and as a group with some of you in a variety of contexts. The conversations that I have had with you fill me with hope, a certain air of nostalgia as I remember, remember how I too felt that way and with a desire to do more uh, and a desire to do what I can to help you all out. It can be overwhelming at the thought of wanting to help out. What if I don't have the advice that they're seeking out? What if I'm wrong? What if it's just ni al caso or nada que ver to, to you all? Thankfully, I feel a bit prepared for this, not only because you all had a topic picked out, but because self-confidence, you know. When I first read the phrase, thank you, empowering your identity, I thought to myself, how apt. 
because as a son of Mexican migrant farm workers and the grandson of braceros, being Mexican-American, a gay Latino, there are many facets of my identity that took a lot of internal work to feel empowered about. The work to cultivate this confidence started when I was about your age or younger, so whenever I chat with you all, it's almost like I'm trying to give my college-aged self advice. In the work to empower myself, I have come across certain truths that I kindly share with you today. Um, number one, lean into your identity and embrace your culture. Cultures, too. Growing up, I remember I had a strong fascination with the Spanish language. When I would spend my summers in Mexico with my extended family, I eagerly consumed everything that I could. Children's novelas, music, and would have my cousins read me stories since I had yet to learn how to read Spanish. This fascination stayed with me during the school year, but growing up in a predominantly white town, there really wasn't anyone to share my interests with. So I stuck with it, and by the time I moved to Texas for my undergrad degree, by happenstance, I had so many things in common with all the international students from Mexico and those who had grown up in a bicultural, bilingual household like I had. That gave me lifelong friends and the confidence to say that eventually you do find your niche. This love for my native language, and by extension the Mexican culture, proved to be a protective factor for when I eventually made it to the White House as an intern for the Department of Management and Administration under the Obama administration as an intern class co-leader. I again found myself alone in my passions, with some expressing some interest in passing, but not as profoundly as I had experienced in Texas. However, in challenging experiences like that, it was important for me to feel empowered by my culture. The music, the poems, the food, my lineage, brought me comfort in, in an otherwise dark time in my life. And the reason I say dark is because I was, I was in a structure that wasn't prepared for me, that wasn't built for people like me. And you will encounter a lot of instances in your life where you're present in structures that aren't built for your success. But as the old adage, adage says, echenle ganas. I would like to point out uh, and say that there will be multiple people in your life who at times might ask you to tone down uh, your spirit or your identity. Never listen to them. Remember that your ancestors are looking out for you and that the beauty of many generations of resilience flows through your veins. Those are my great-grandparents and uh, my grandma, who actually passed away this January, uh, is a little girl. Um, and I think a lot about them whenever I'm in spaces like this, um, especially when I was at the White House. Uh, and I get emotional because it's so true. There's so many generations looking after you. Don't forget that. Sorry. <clears throat> With that said, I'd like to share my second kernel of truth. Your self-confidence will give someone else self-confidence to be themselves. Stand strong in who you are and what you believe in. This may seem like an overused phrase, but let me elaborate on why I chose it. Embrace every bit of yourself, even if it feels scary at times. When I came out to my friends at 16 and my parents as, at 18, I had no idea what my life would look like after uttering those life-changing words. While initially challenging, the confidence I have gained in everyday interactions with others who share aspects of my identity or the experiences I have faced when others try to diminish my shine have surpassed any fear I felt in those, in those days when I chose to be myself. What I have learned since then is that when you give yourself permission to be who you are meant to be, you give others the confidence to do the same. Whether it is by embracing your culture, your sexuality, or that niche interest you may have, understand that you are teaching others that they are not alone. I remember a particular instance when I was at the White House uh, when another intern came up to me at a gathering and said, you know, I think it's cool that they chose another brown kid to be a leader of our class. She was a Native American and she was expressing uh, happiness at seeing some semblance of herself in me. 
I still carry that compliment with me. My brown skin hasn't been the only thing that people lean into. I've had the fortune of being the recipient of many coming out stories that resemble the experience I once had with my friends and family. It has been heartwarming to be part of those stories and to learn from others about what it takes to know yourself. So finally, I leave you with my last truth. Be open to learning and invest in knowing yourself. It can be enticing to sometimes fall back and go back into our shells when we are faced with uncertainty, especially when that uncertainty stems from not knowing what we may think about something. This is precisely when we should go out and seek out answers, though. Having an open mind to other ideas and to knowing yourself is life-changing. Not only will you get deeper insights on the world around you, but more importantly, you will get to honor your life, your identity, and yourself even more. I know it can be scary to point, out, point our eye gaze inward and confront the nebulous soul that resides within us, but I can assure you, it's well worth the peak. When we speak about empowering our identity, it means loving ourselves fully for who we are and what we're capable of becoming. It means saying, this is a life that I choose to build for myself, versus saying, well, I'll never be accepted for expressing my identity this way, or maybe if I was a little wider, a little thinner, a little whatever, or maybe if I didn't have an accent. Don't ever say those things to yourself. The more we learn about the beauty of our identities and the more we invest in knowing ourselves, the more empowered we become in walking in ourselves. For a long time, and sometimes even now, I felt like my body was too big for me, like I just didn't have what it took to walk in it. But since learning more about the beauty of my two cultures, enhanced by my native language, and committed the, act, the revolutionary act of loving myself, I started to realize just how much more fully I could engage with myself in the world. So while I can't share a secret technique on how to get to that point, I can say that being open to listening to yourself, learning what that little voice says to you, and knowing yourself, you can slowly get there. I'm so thankful for the opportunity to, to share these three truths with you. I hope you have found some value in my words. More importantly, I hope that you take these years to continue growing and learning and leaning into yourself. I know when I was your age how much it meant for someone who looked like me to share words of advice. I hope I, I filled such an important role. Lastly, I wanted to share some closing words in Spanish that I will, will then translate to English. Lo que veo frente de mí es pura belleza de talento. Han logrado tanto en tan pocos años. Queda más por hacer, pero estoy seguro de que son capaces. Es importante recordar esas tres verdades, sobre todo el conocerte a ti mismo, misma o misma. What I see in front of me is pure, beautiful talent. You have accomplished so much in so little time. There is more to do, but I am positive you are capable. It is important to remember these three, these three truths, especially knowing yourself. Gracias por dejarme compartir este tiempo con ustedes. Thank you for allowing me to share this time with you all. And if you could, if you identify as Latino, or if you are Latino, please stand up. And can we give them a round of applause for them being so brilliant? Gracias, and the next speaker will come up or uh, to introduce them. Thank you, Lauro. That was truly inspiring. And now Irish Cortez is our first student speaker. Irish is from Goshen, majoring in theater, and she will present her story based on our theme, Empowering Our Identity.
Good morning, buenos dias. So my name is Irish, or you may have heard my name been pronounced as Iris or Irish. Either is completely fine. I love all of my names, whatever. But my name seems kind of confusing to some people because people are like, what's a Latina girl doing with a name like Irish? And like, that is completely fair. Like, I understand. But long story short, I was named after a Notre Dame hat. And we are not like necessarily Notre Dame fans. My dad just liked that hat. Yeah, it's really not that deep. <laughs> so I had this inner dialogue in my head about Irish and Edis. I felt like I kind of separated the two. It was like a light switch. At home, I would turn on the light switch and I was Edis and I spoke Spanish. At school, I turned it off and I was Irish and I spoke English. My parents told me I had to be careful about showing off who I was, my pride of being Mexican, because they saw what my aunt had to go through in high school when they had just immigrated here. People would call her a beaner, a wetback, just because she was wearing a Mexican jersey. So they wanted me to be hush about it, just so I could be safe. So I didn't speak Spanish at school, and I didn't look stereotypically Latina, so that resulted in people asking me, you're Hispanic? You speak Spanish? Which like, fair, but also it didn't help that I was like involved in things that Hispanic people usually weren't involved in, such as theater. Um, my parents are one of the two or three Hispanic families that would watch the plays. I then chose to major in theater, which everyone in my family was quite confused about. A couple of semesters ago, I was talking to a professor and he asked me about my major and I said I was a theater major and he kind of laughed and was like, I'm sorry, I don't mean to laugh, it's just Hispanic parents don't usually allow their kids to major in like the arts. And that is completely fair. That is a thing that happens a lot. You know, as a first generation student, you want to make your parents proud. They came here for you. But I, you know, they told me, be a lawyer, be a doctor, you know, make your time here worthwhile. But I am. I decided to go against what they said and follow my heart. They then realized that theater really is my love and now they are the most supportive people in my life. Um, but even today at family functions, my extended family, they asked me, well, how are you gonna make money? How are you gonna support yourself? What are you gonna do with a theater degree? Is, that's fair, I guess. But they don't see what I see. It's not silly of me to study theater. Theater is storytelling. Latinos are storytellers at heart. At family functions, you hear parents telling their immigration stories. My tios and tias are talking about what things were like back in their days. Grandparents explaining why Cortes is spelled with an S sometimes and with a Z sometimes and how the whole story of how it got mixed up in our family. We sit around and share stories that we have heard hundreds of times. We are theatrical. I am a theater major for us, para mi gente. I want to tell our stories so people can understand us, or at least try. Our stories deserve to be heard because God knows we have so many to tell. I feel empowered by my heritage through theater. My art is a love letter to my heritage. Thank you.
Thank you, Edis. Gabriel Martinez is our second student speaker. Gabriel is from Lagrange, Georgia, majoring in public health. He'll also speak about empowering our identity. Buenos dias, good morning. Um, as you now know, I'm Gabe, Gabriel, Gabriel, whatever you can call me or want to call me. Um, so yeah, um, I'm a first generation uh, senior public health major. Um, I don't want to take up too much of your time, so I'll keep it nice and brief. Since I can remember, I've struggled with my identity and my heritage. I've always known I'm Mexican and from Mexican descent because of my parents, but I never truly knew who I was. My identity has always been challenged by people, primarily white, around me and by my extended Mexican family, whether we were close or not. Being told, you're not Mexican, by some of my family and then being yelled at by true Americans saying, you're not American, left me unsure of myself. That's why to this day I question anything I do um, and everything I, everything I have done. Um, growing up in a small southern town, I was one of few Hispanics, so racism was a common part of my everyday life. Um, even though I was born in the U.S., I wasn't seen as an American, just in the little, another little brown boy who was probably from God knows where, anywhere but here. Um, it wasn't until about three years ago that I finally started to accept my identity with no care in the world, and I owe it to Goshen. Uh, thanks to the amazing community here um, and that Goshen has given me and to all of my friends I've made here. I can finally say with a proud heart, um, soy mexicano. I'm Mexican. Yeah, I know I'm Mexican-American, but it's because of my Mexican heritage I am who I am. I was Mexican then, I'm Mexican now, and I will always be Mexican. Viva Mexico. Yeah, thank you so much to our speakers. Like, I'm just really like captivated and really moved by their words. And, you know, it just kind of shows that we really all have like our unique stories and we all have complex identities behind ourselves. So it's really good to be really kind to each other. So thank you so much to Edie's Irish and Gabriel for sharing their stories and also Laura. Um, so now as you can, oh, yeah. Yeah, as you can see, announcements. So again, thank you guys so much for coming here. Um, you know, as a moment of unity, there's a lot of different cultures and identities here. So we will be following our tradition of taking pictures in the Shrock Plaza with our beautiful flags from Latino America. So please stay tuned and stick around if you can. Um, also, a really good incentive, we will be having yummy paletas from La Tropicana. So feel free to get one. You know, it's free, so go get one. We have plenty to go around different flavors. Um, also, I know, I know, right? Right, we did really good. Okay, as an HSI, it's more important than ever that we let our presence know. We are here and we were proud to be here. Our stories and our voices matter. With that being said, we'd like to remind students that the deadline to register to vote for the upcoming city election is October 10th. Again, that date is October 10th, please register. The right to vote is a gift that has been given to us by many of our parents who are immigrants, many of us who are first generation. Tu voz es tu poder. Tu voto es tu herramienta. 
Juntos podemos construir una comunidad más fuerte y justa. Podemos construir y podemos estar más unidos. Arriba, mi gente. Okay. Also, reminders. Um, please look out for our emails and our Instagram. Actually, can you go back to the previous slide? Thank you. That is our QR code for our Instagram. Please, please follow us. We're trying to be, you know, really active in the community, so we'd appreciate if you give us a follow. Also, we may do some, like, random giveaways, so why not? It's just a follow. Um, stay tuned for our communicator announcements as well. We're working on future events. I know we've been kind of lacking on, like, announcing the member-wide event, but we're working on it. Semesters, the start of semester is always pretty hectic. Um, so yeah, stay tuned. And then lastly, we also invite you to the pop-up event being planned by Joel from CC CCE. So handouts will be given, I think, after when you guys are swiping. So please grab one and come along. There will be small businesses to support, food to enjoy, music, and more. Entonces traigan la familia. We also be helping to host movie nights um, in Espanol at the KMY line coming soon. So again, stay tuned and make sure you grab one of the handouts. Gracias por venir.